This is the Relevant Podcast. It's Tuesday, December 22nd, 2020, and it's the Relevant Podcast. It's Christmas week, everyone. Here in Orlando, I am your host, Cameron Strang. And before I introduce the cast, I want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Christian Planner. The 2021 annual dated Christian Planner is made by Christians for Christians. It's designed for modern Christians to help keep you organized and Christ at the center of your life. It's available in three bindings and multiple colors. It's eco-friendly and made in the U.S. With the Christian Planner, you can walk in your faith throughout the year with space for journaling and sermon notes. As a listener of the Relevant Podcast, you can also right now get free three-pack of CrossGrid notebooks for a limited time. Just add the three-pack of CrossGrid notebooks to your cart and enter the code RELEVANT at checkout. Be sure to check out their amazing site-wide holiday deals and purchase your planner today at christianplanner.com. Start 2021 the right way, christianplanner.com. Okay, like I said, I'm your host, Cameron, and joining me from Loverland, Virginia, it's Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. From Austin, Texas, author, speaker, podcaster, Jamie Ivey. Hey, guys. And from Nashville, Tennessee, artist, producer, mogul, Derek Miner. Yoski. Well, we have a great show in store for you today. Coming up later, we have Bethel artist Paul and Hannah McClure. You may know them as the McClures. Uh, they have a new Christmas album out called Christmas Morning, which is only in a few days. So we thought, hey, it'd be great to have them on joining us. And if you listen to Friday's episode, you know that we're just, it's the end of the year. It's the holiday season. We're going to, we're just popping it in neutral. Everybody's just kind of chilling. You're not working as hard as you usually do. No different here on the Relevant Podcast. It is Christmas week. It's three days before Christmas. We're going to have a Christmas party here today, everybody. So if you heard Friday's show, this is kind of a continuation. We're going to do a couple of the same things. Number one, here at the beginning of the show, I got some party party icebreaker questions, Christmas party icebreaker questions for the cast. We're going to get to those in a second. And at the end of the show, we have your game, uh, your Christmas game coming up. Tyler Huckabee is going to join us here in a sec. And he told us that when he was putting this game together, it was absolutely the most fun thing he did all year. So all year professionally. Uh, Speaking of Tyler, welcome to the show. Relevant senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, man. Everybody. Merry Christmas. So So this is like the after party, Cameron. If we had the Christmas party... On Friday. Right. This is the after party. Right. Where okay. the cool people still hang out at the party. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like the relevant Christmas parties, guys, you'd have the uh-huh. one and then like the fun. Like, there's like go, another one. It's like, yeah, yeah. we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. second one was always way better. Little crazy magicians <laughs> would show up. Yeah. You remember like yeah. weird things happened at the after parties. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the best magic I've ever seen was that. Speaking <laughs> of relevant parties, when I joined this cast earlier in the year, I was like, uh-huh. you know what? I get to go. To yep. a relevant Christmas party. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now look what? at us. There's a pandemic. So. <laughs> There's a pandemic. Stupid pandemic. Hey, we'll make up for it. 2021 is going to be Let's full of all the, all the milkshake in parties like you can handle. March. Yeah. 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 Hey, my birthday's in March, so maybe we'll have a belated <laughs> Christmas yeah. party slash. We'll all be vaccinated up by then. Okay. Spring solstice party. We're going to celebrate all the pagan rituals in 2021. Yo, yeah. relax. It's, it's going to be our own midsummer. You know, just <laughs> our own weird. We're going to go around the Maypole and relax. milkshakes. Yeah. Y'all all are right. crazy. Uh, so yeah anyway kicking things off if you heard Friday's show I had a few questions teed up same thing here I'm going to randomly ask the cast a few things you know just to loosen things up get the party started right 
Um, you know, it's the week of Christmas. Hopefully you have all your shopping done. But who is the toughest person you have to buy for this Christmas? Who's the toughest person you have to buy for and why? Mine's my husband, hands down. Toughest. Hmm. It feels, I don't know, it feels so weird when you get married because I'm like, what do you need? And then not to be weird, I'm like, he could just go buy it. Right. So it just, I, it feels like I want something unique, but I don't want to, I don't, it just, he's so hard to buy for. Why don't you be thoughtful and like do something from your heart? Mm. Well, all of it would be from my heart. But he can't, not just going to the mall and buying him something True. he could buy. What if you like had something made or like, it's too late now, but whittle him something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll just do I'll keep doing his laundry I'll give him a coupon that says I'm going to keep doing your laundry for Merry the next Christmas. year Merry Christmas here's a coupon for your laundry you can pay me for the other years of it I've done but this will cover you for the next few weeks Merry Christmas I love it I think that's, that's great it. what about you Derek anybody really hard to buy for uh, yeah my you just hand cast your, everybody you love don't you huh? I do but at the same time well no 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 I buy gifts that's what I'm saying I, I buy gifts but if you're saying like if I'm gonna be lazy that's what I'm gonna mm-hmm. do is give them cash mm-hmm. and if you ask mm-hmm. me what I would rather accept I'll take cash, cash. like cash right. is cool you know what I mean like you don't have to buy me nothing cause I might not like it but my wife she is uh, very picky Extremely so, picky. So it's the opposite of Jamie's situation where she just doesn't know what he wants because he just buys his own stuff. With you, your wife is just picky. She's so picky. you're like, I think she might like, like this, but she wanted the other brand of the thing or whatever. And, yeah. and then after a while, for her, I'm just like, hey, just don't spin over, blah, 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 blah. Aaron's <laughs> like that too, though. When we were first married, I would buy him like a shirt or something and he would always yeah. take it back. It doesn't hurt my feelings, but now I'm like, oh, well, this is pointless because now we got to make an extra trip. Exactly. Yeah, just give them the cash. Yeah. yeah. You feel me? I'll tell you, I think the hardest person is always the recipient of my white elephant gift. I never, I never feel confident about the direction. I just never do. I like, I should have gone either more jokey or more real, or like maybe next time I'll step up the game. Why is it always a Starbucks gift card? You know, why don't I always. get them? You know, I, I, I feel very, because I feel like the, here's a, here's the problem with the white elephant thing. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people are going to be wrestling this for the next couple of days here, you know, leading up to Christmas mm-hmm. is, you know, you got to fully commit here. All right? right. Like if you're going to take a swing and try to do something cool within the price range and not go Michael Scott and get the iPod, you know, right. you, it's got to be cool. It's got to, because otherwise you're going to be faced with the humiliation that you put a lot of time into that and just getting passed around like that old oven mitt. You know, <laughs> that's true. That's it, true. It, 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 so there's a risk. There's an emotional risk there that maybe I don't have as good a taste as I thought I did because everyone thinks this sucks. You know, yeah. <laughs> or you go jokey and the joke falls flat and you're like, oh, seriously, who bought that? Yeah, no, someone's not going to get a gift. And you're like, all right, that's why I go to Starbucks every year, everyone, because yeah. you're going to use that eventually. You know, yeah, it's tough. It is tough. I remember. There was one year there was there was there was a relevant Christmas party in the before times where we did a white elephant exchange and I got the hilarious present of a year long subscription to relevant magazine. Which oh. I thought was a great joke and everybody was super mad about it. Uh, <laughs> well, it's that. a great magazine. This is a good product. Well, I don't know what the and I still remember it because my feelings were so hurt. Dude, there were there were years where like the designers would forget 
and they would just go back into the warehouse and get something random from the warehouse <laughs> and wrap it up. And it's just like, like you can't do that. That doesn't <laughs> go. I don't want a relevant mug. That's for sale, first of all. Anyway. Um, okay. Uh, so uh, we're done with the Christian que- uh, Christmas questions, actually. Just got some random ones. I just want to just want to get to know you all a little bit better. Uh, what hobby would you get into if time and money weren't an issue? What hobby would you get into if time and money weren't an issue, Derek? Dang, uh, I think golf. Hmm. I still have a lot of time for golf. I like, I, I like, uh, you know, I play basketball a lot. My uncle was a really good golfer. He went to college on a golf scholarship, but I just never had the patience to learn the mechanics of it. And it's f- fifty bucks a go. Yeah. Expensive. Uh, at least, it's expensive. Yeah, at least, yeah. at least. My dad yeah, says it's, it's one bucks. of the hardest sports there is. So yeah, yeah, I think golf. Well, I mean, I don't know, but. I, I it, if I had all the time and money in the world, I would still right. hate golf as much as I hate it now. I, <laughs> I was on the golf team in high school only because you have to practice in the daylight. So I was like, sweet, I get out of a lot of school, and I never cared. And I was I was far and away the worst player, not just in our school, but in the entire conference. Like it was like we had this rule. It was a double par rule. It was just a yeah. league rule. You can't go more than an eight. You just cap it. I told my opponent every time, like, just expect me to double par every hole. I'm going to put very minimal effort in. I'm here to get out of school. Golf is lame. Golf is lame. I stand by it. I think the, I think the correct choice is something that like if you showed up to, to like a social gathering and just like people are like, what the heck? How did you become like the world's greatest dart thrower or like bowler or something? <laughs> yeah. But you just kept it on the DL. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, we'll go bowling. And I'm out there bowling a 300 just like it's no big deal. Something right. that would just like blow people's minds. You yeah. Know? I like yeah. that. I like the idea of a hobby that you really can keep in the back pocket that is just not a that mm. something like that that just comes out at a party that you you could know people you could be good friends with people for a long time and then they're like why what when did you when did you become so good at like like if you like those people who can shuffle cards and it's like great and it's you know they're like <laughs> fly, cards are flying back and forth across the playing cards like you're you're behind the back or whatever if you could just do that just whip that out or that like would be your, really your, cool your random friend that like everybody does kind of like a old school kind of like nostalgic kitschy roller skating party birthday party you know mm-hmm. and like that's yeah, good roller you go. and you got that one friend who's unbelievable and he's <laughs> in the middle <laughs> doing all that so you're like how like when did right. you do that well, well it was like i knew a guy who knew the whole thriller song and perfectly and every time thriller like would come the dance out, yeah like at like a christmas party or something like that or a wedding <laughs> it's like clear the floor we got a guy who does the whole dance and he's just gonna do it it's gonna happen i will that's say this fun. i was watching the show on netflix the other night can't remember what it's called. The uh, uh, Rain Wilson does the VO. You know, who played Dwight, and it's about obscure sports and the people who are really into them. Right? That was that's the the contract. Yeah, it's champions. They have one on yo-yoing, and I am like, dude, these cats are serious yo-yoers and it was cool man like yo-yoing is arguably one of the nerdiest thing like it's nerdy to even own a yo-yo it's hard to sound cool even saying the word yo-yo i feel dorky (laughs) saying those two you know those two that combination of letters just sounds dorky real talk if someone can't if i saw someone pulling those yo-yo tricks i would be like what Blown, <laughs> and they got music going. It's like a dance routine. I mean, these guys are doing gainers while yo-yoing. It's crazy. Juggling's up there with that too. Like if someone's like can do exactly. all kinds of juggling stuff, you're yeah. like, where did that come from? Yeah, yeah. 
or magic tricks like we were talking the street yeah. magic close up magic if you yeah. could just do if yeah. it wasn't your Jesse, job, if that'd it wasn't be your yours if time job, and money wasn't an issue you know if it wasn't if you weren't a career magician but people are like hey you know any ma-? like you know a little kid i can entertain a kid with a magic trick and before you know it, adults are gathering around <laughs> how's he how's he doing <laughs> that no, no, it's not a matter of time and money though i i already I've already sunk a lot of both into that pursuit and it's very hard. Magic is hard and it doesn't matter how much you dropped at the magic shop that everyone in your family got mad at you for. It's still hard. There are no shortcuts. I've learned that the hard way. Uh, Who's your go-to band or artist that you listen to when you can't decide on something to listen to? Hmm. Who's your default? Changes a lot. Yeah, it changes depending Uh on what's out, you know? like. But no, this is your all-time default. Like, you're not like new artists this is like i gotta put this on like for me it's drake i mean just always like i can always listen to drake it's kanye there you go what but what kanye because 2004 kanye is a lot different from 2012 kanye it's every kanye there's a kanye Kanye? there's a kanye for every emotion that 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 is true like you could that is true Mine's going to be dorky, but I don't care. I love Jimmy World. I've always loved them, and I still love them. And they're doing live concerts next month, and they look really cool. Like Clark has never off camera. Clark's on camera for the listener, our producer. He just lit up like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jimmy World. They're doing front-to-back albums throughout January that you can buy like e-tickets to. And I told Dana last night, my wife, I was like, dude, I am streaming every one of these. I love love every (laughs) one of that band, and I don't care. I don't care how that ages. Wow. It might be Frank Ocean for me. Really? <laughs> for just like back. Yeah. If I just need something like if I'm working, if I'm writing, if I'm getting something done, I don't know if he'd be like a top five artist, but, but, uh, it makes for really good. Like, just kind of like, all right, I need, I just need something to, to kind of like vibe out to for a little bit. Jimmy, what about you there in Texas? Shania Twain? Aaron Ivy. I'm just mm-hmm. kidding. That's my husband. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm out here because I, you know, you guys know I'm not a music person, but I went through a season where I every day, if I was going to put something on, it was John Mayer. Anything from him. I really Ooh. like John Mayer. He's Sorry. he's amazing. John, John Mayer. You're making fun of me. Oh, I, no. I, I, Continuum is one of my favorite albums. He's yeah. one of the legit coolest and funniest celebrities. Yeah. Like, it doesn't come out in his music per se, but like to him as a person, yeah. I don't know. He's got some songs that are, that are pretty, pretty strong, you know? Yeah. Um, but, I like uh, it. Yeah, there we go. All right. What trend do you hope comes back? Hammer pants. Hammer pants? <laughs> no. You're just lying. Lying. <laughs> You're <lying. laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Oversized clothes in hip hop was amazing. I saw this old picture of Soldier Boy. <laughs> He's wearing like a size 5X shirt in a yeah. size 46 uh, jean shorts. Era, <laughs> yeah, yeah, jean sh- jorts. Yeah, jorts. Let's bring jorts back. Yeah, just let's go full Jinko here. Let's just bring Jinko. Jinko, yeah. yeah, just straight up. Jinkos, you know, I, I I wouldn't wear them, but I would like to encounter them in the wild sometimes. <laughs> they bring me a lot of a lot of joy. You like know, a, they're coming back, dude. Everything comes back. It starts out ironically, and then the cool, you know, then it hits mainstream. It's oh, not, not man, not Jinkos. My my prediction is the backlash from all the fitted clothing that we've seen the past decade is clothes clothes are going to get a baggier by about an inch a year up until twenty thirty. That's just my. <laughs> Okay. That's my Dude, take. It, it absolutely is going to happen. If I you know. actually look at fashion, I mean, I even what Jerry's doing with Fear of God, yeah. but like fashion houses, the which dictates what hits the malls about five, four years from now, three years from now, it's all getting oversized again. It's all getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So 
I think it's happened in the nineties. It. It's the nineties. Styles has got those those bell bottoms on. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's mm-hmm. on the it's on the way. It's happening. I think it's the, I think it's also a fashion reaction to the leisure year that we've had. Everybody's wearing sweatpants yeah. and junk yeah. like that. Yeah. We don't want to go back to like skinny jeans. It's like our legs are breathing this year. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what job would you be terrible at? What job would you be terrible at? Oh. I mean, professional golfer, uh, for sure. <laughs> 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 job would I be terrible at? Anything that has to do with math, I could not do that. Interesting. Principal. No. I'd be an awful principal. Oh. Why is that? Like at a school? Because I would just run out of patience. Like, yeah, you just Jimmy, if you don't stop doing that, <laughs> I, just, like, I just would not be a good principal. I, just, I would be, be. I would good. be the world's worst police officer. Uh, Why? Because because I'd be like, ah, just get out of here. I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, look, we take a bunch of time. I get you in trouble, or we can call. It's a lot of paperwork to write you up for Jay Walker. Just, yeah. just you're good. quit doing that, man. Just you know, don't throw any more eggs at that house. All right, but, hey, so that'd be cool. Maybe I, more officers need to be like that, dude. I mean, yeah. If it's yeah. But I'm just saying, actually, like, whatever metrics they, I would probably be. You know, it's like, dude, that bad oh, guy. That bad guy yeah. is running really fast right now, and there's no way I'm going to catch him. So we'll, <laughs> I'm out. We'll get him next time. We'll get him next time. I, I, I'm going to set up one of those net booby traps. I'll get him. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll figure something out. I'd actually be like a worse doctor because I'm pretty like worst case scenario type person. So yeah, every time are. they, I, they uh, be like, oh, you got a cough. You probably have cancer. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm just that, saying I'd it's a possibility. <laughs> it's a possibility. I need to check for cancer next. Let's not rule anything out because oh, all these things elbow? are options. <laughs> well, put some ice on it. And also I'm going to get you a CT, CT scan and <laughs> I'm going to put, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a hypochondriac. I don't know. It's a uh, weird mole. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I, was, I, I, I gotta be honest. On the phone, when you were describing this ailment, I had a picture in my mind. What you just showed me on your body right now is a hundred times worse than what I thought it was. And in my mind, it was really bad. So, man. I don't know what it is, but I, I, I think I think there's got to be some kind of ointment. I don't know. I don't know. I would just start experimenting with ointment. You know? <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. The, if you could turn any activity into an Olympic sport, activity into an Olympic sport, what would you have a good chance at winning a medal for? Hmm. Uh, did you know they're having skateboarding at the twenty twenty? Yeah. Did you know they're adding breakdancing break to the twenty twenty four? Actually, what I heard, yes, twenty twenty four breakdancing. The, the, the Paris Olympic Games in twenty twenty four are adding breakdancing as yeah. an Olympic sport. So, if you could turn any activity into an Olympic sport, what would you have a good chance at winning a medal for? Man, gosh. gosh. I don't think there's not many things. What am I good at? Playing Candy Crush. If that was an Olympic sport. (laughs) I I got this game in my backyard where you hang a little, a little hook, like a, you know, it's just a hook. Nothing fancy. And the I thing pull that with the string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and you pull the string, and at the end of the string is a ring. And yeah. I've been play. I've been playing. A tr- I played a tremendous amount of that game all summer. I don't know if I could medal, but I could certainly make the Olympics in it. <laughs> Making awful latte art. Uh, oh, oh yeah! I've seen your pictures. You're am, really bad at it. I am the. I am the. I'm the Jordan of it. I'm like the Michael Jordan of bad latte art. I got you. I like it. I like the one that you did that looked like a smudge, which is all of them. It just kind of, <laughs> kind of looks like a two colored smudge. You post the picture so proud too. You're like, look at my latte art. It's just like, what it's is that, Derek? Bad. It's just bad. I got one. Milk. I got one. Okay. Hey Jesse. Hey Jesse. 
Trivia. If there was a trivia, um, if, there, if they had oh, like pub trivia yeah. in the Olympics, yeah. I'd be like, all right, t- USA, my country needs me. Bring me to pub, <laughs> pub trivia in the Olympics. That would be cool. Pub trivia, yeah. I think right. I, I can kill fly like flies like little house flies. I'm really good. I'm good. I, with I your can hands? Uh, I can knock them down. Yeah, like I a Mr. Miyagi them. thing. Like with your hands? Yeah, or I like kind of. A... Yeah, that feels kind of like racial appropriation. But yeah, I, I think I'm pretty good at. <laughs> like I can just you know. It's literally a scene in the movie. Him. In fairness, Tyler, it's literally. I was just referencing this whole time I've seen it was that character in that movie. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think I'd be really. I think I could do that. And also like like uh like like internet memes evangelical 90s evangelical kid division probably like there would if you could that's a good division that's like we all know it could be like yeah if there were subcategories that were outside of the kind of like you know how like it like 90s Christian rock bands couldn't really hang with U2 and the Big Dogs, but they could do their Christian music thing, and that was good enough. That would be I me. I at least want to be on your your team, your training staff, like one of those people in like the track suits behind the athletes that are just kind of <laughs> hanging back. Like one of them's got a stopwatch, even if it's not a timed event. One of them's got a clipboard. One of them's mixing your protein shakes because occasionally I'll text Tyler something funny I came across on the internet, and I don't really. It's true. I'm not a very active social media user, and I have nothing. It happened to do. this week. Yeah, it happened this week. It, 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 I have nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? But back in the day, I'd be like, Tyler, you see this, man? We got to do something funny with it. And I'll text Tyler and occasionally I'll either see it appear on relevant or, or Tyler tweet something. I'm like, okay, I feel like if the, if an Olympic, if an Olympic level meme Lord, you know, chooses this, I feel like I could at least be one of those people in the track suits behind yeah. you at the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. You're like We're the caddy. Up. You're always giving him the good things uh-huh. that he needs for yeah. that moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got, yeah, I got the team Zisu thing going. Yeah. Right. The red wine, you know, it'll be cool. It makes sense. You, you lift it up and I come in with the dunk. Bam. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last one. Cause we got to get, we got to get, we got a lot to do on the show today. Uh, you know, there's a lot of like negativity online and stuff like that. So I want to end it with some positivity. What would you rate 10 out of 10? Anything in life, anything in the world, what would you rate 10 out of 10? Something you love. This is perfect. Just anything. Total 10. Anything. Sex. Oh, always? <laughs> always? M- marital? We just want to just, we just want to <laughs> clarify mean, for the children listening. Oh, yes, well, we should give listening. them something to look forward to. Well, yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, 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 sure. I would say the candy. Still undefeated. Also, can we still can we just pause for a moment? And Jamie went, always? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we want to keep it real for the people. Wow. <laughs> this this yes. turns into the turn. Brown chicken, brown um, chicken, brown cow. Let's, let's unpack this. Let's just do it. Hey, let's hey, just unpack hey, it. Hey, 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 it's always good here. I just was, didn't know how it was at the minor the house. Friend. Get your. Get, Why did I do this to the chicken? No, I'll tell you, 10 out of 10, still undefeated. Yeah. The candy airheads. It's the perfect size. <laughs> it's the perfect texture. It's not one of those that you bite into and dissolves too quickly. So you got to work for it a little. You got to chew. The flavors are great. The size is great. Airhead. It's cheap. Perfect. 10 out of 10. You cannot improve an airhead. There is no way. It is the perfect little taffy candy. Interesting. Mm. All right. I agree. I mess with Tyler. it. Tyler. All right. We're going to go. Uh, there's a there's a few things. Um, but, I, but I, just because it's been, it's been on the brain, uh, lately and I was, I, I wanted one late last night and I did, and I went for it. The, the a 
good breakfast sandwich. There's no there's no bad breakfast sandwich. There's only there's only breakfast sandwiches and better breakfast sandwiches oh, when you get hmm. them when you have it right when it's when it's well made. Um, you know, as long as you have like all the right ingredients involved, which would be like bacon or sausage, maybe both eggs, cheese, biscuit, a little bit of hot sauce on there. It's my undefeated favorite food. All right. Mm. Jamie. Um, I'm only going to say this because I've only eaten at this restaurant once and it was 10 out of 10. We had this new restaurant called, uh, I can't think of the name of it. Dang it. This is dumb then. I'm sorry. It's fine. Cheesecake. Oh, I, got it, I got it. I got it. I got it. No, okay. I got it. Okay. Ready? Here we go. La Piscina. It's a restaurant in Austin, Texas. If you ever get here, I had the best 10 out of 10 dinner there this week. I'm telling you, I actually, it's a restaurant that I've thought about it every day since Sunday night. Wow. Oh, yeah, I've had, a, I've had okay. a couple of meals in my life that, you, that I still I've think about. about. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Specifically two that. meals. Yep. There you go. For me, it's that smell when you are opening the box of a fresh pair of Nikes. Like that, that, mm. and you're just about to lift mm. up the the paper yeah. and mm. see the shoes that you've been saving up for. Like mm. just got Good smell. Oh, and that's yeah. smell. Oh, I love that feeling. I bought it's, my kids each. Uh, I bought two of my kids a new pair of Nikes this year for Christmas. Yeah. I'll see if they smell the box when good they open ones? it. Yeah, Were real they, good. All right. I got my daughter the Air Force One. Hopefully she's good? not listening to the show. I got the I got the cleanest, whitest monarchs money can buy. Sixty pounds. <laughs> the age you can wear them into your golden years. <laughs> the perfect shoe for your fifties in Nike Monarchs. All right, stay tuned. Up next, Paul and Hannah McClure join us. The party's on. Listening to The Shins, the song is Wonderful Christmas Time. It is a selection on A Very Relevant Christmas Part 2. We have three Christmas albums and actually a fourth one going up uh, today or tomorrow uh, over at Spotify. It's called A Very Relevant Christmas. Just search for it. It's a great mix of indie artists, Christian artists, some R&B, some folk. It's amazing. It's, It's really good. A Very Relevant Christmas four albums available now you'll find the shins a wonderful christmas time on part two well today's show is brought to you by convoy of hope i have to say i never expected what we're facing today Uh, but in response to this pandemic convoy of hope has delivered more than 100 million meals to people who've needed it most single mothers children who rely on school lunches and families struggling to make ends meet We know that for many, this is a time of great uncertainty. The truth is, no one knows what tomorrow will hold, but we do know this. We will face tomorrow together, and we can all do something, whether it's a share on social media, a financial gift, a prayer, or simply smiling at a neighbor from a safe distance. If we all do our part, hope has more than a chance to guarantee. To support Convoy of Hope's mission, visit convoyofhope.org slash relevant. Give today. I know everybody's looking for ways to give back during the holiday season. There is no better organization than Convoy of Hope. They're doing amazing work in the U.S. and around the world. Convoyofhope.org slash relevant. Do it now. Tell them I sent you. 
Well, Paul and Hannah McClure, the McClures, are worship leaders with Bethel Music. They've been featured on songs like Jesus, We Love You, A Great a King, and a lot more. They sat down with our very own Tyler Huckabee this week to talk about their new Christmas album, Christmas Morning. Here's part of our conversation with Paul and Hannah McClure. All right, so um, how has 2020 been for you two? Um, it's been wild. We, yeah, we were supposed to do a lot of traveling at the beginning of the year and supposed to have like 45 tour dates with Big Daddy Weave. That got cut short because, because of COVID. Um, so that in itself has been weird. We just haven't been doing our normal traveling as everybody has. Um, and then we... Uh, earlier in the year in um, July, we got pregnant and then miscarried and I had to have a surgery that went poorly. So we had like a traumatic hospital stay. Uh, so that took up like six months of our year. Yeah. So that was wild. So, and it kind of seems like the theme of 2020, everyone I talked to, it's like, just a massive crazy stuff. Yeah. Like a a year of shaking, like something either emotional or in their family or physical. It's just been a wild ride. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, it's been so, I guess kind of startling to realize life doesn't stop when big things happen, you know, and I'm really, really sorry you went through that. Um, so you, you go through all this and then you decide to write a Christmas album. Uh, tell me about that. That's a really big uh, creative undertaking in the middle of a year like this. I mean, we, we've been wanting to do a Christmas project for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, we love Christmas and Christmas music. And every year, somehow, we, we do the tree lighting thing or some Christmas thing. And so we've always loved it. But we had, we had talked earlier in the year about trying to do a Christmas project. It was uh, Bethel Music didn't think they could make it happen this year. And then all of a sudden they were like, well, actually, let's do it. Let's do an EP. So it was pretty, it seems like always projects are like, okay, hurry up and do it really fast. <laughs> so we, we, we didn't get the green light though until like August. And then it was going to be like mostly um, covers and then a one original. And then they heard a bunch of stuff we've been writing. We're like, let's actually do the opposite. Let's do five originals and one cover. And like, <laughs> okay. So then we started work, you know, we were, we had been writing, we finished up the songs like August ish. And then in September we started pre-pro and then this all happened with the surgery and the miscarriage. And so, but it was honestly like really timely. The project was really timely for, for healing and mm-hmm. for just like having a good distraction, something to work on. Mm-hmm. It was really beautiful getting to, to write towards the project, getting to be in the studio with our friends. We did it all in Reading with our friends, getting to record in the barn with all of our friends. It was just like, yeah. it was really beautiful and healing for us. So I'm actually glad the timing worked out like yeah. it did because yeah. it was a good distraction for us. Yeah. It didn't feel stressful, surprisingly. Yeah. It just felt like, actually a good yeah it felt right and it kind of lifted our eyes back up to sing songs about jesus and 
you know, the story of his birth. It just kind of felt like a good way to lift our eyes back up to what's important. Yeah. comes to writing songs about Christmas, it seems like it would be a really big challenge uh, to me to write about things that haven't been written before. You know, you all have done that. I think there's really fresh content on this EP. So, so what went into that? Someone was joking yesterday, like, what makes it a Christmas song? Like, you just say <laughs> it's a Christmas song and then it's a Christmas song. I'm like, well, okay. yeah, you jingle bells and you say baby. <laughs> Baby Jesus in Bethlehem. It's a Christmas song. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I think it was fun having a specific topic and theme to write around. Mm-hmm. And we wrote with really awesome people as well. Tony Wood, Joel Taylor, Daniel Bashta. And they had, I mean, Tony Wood especially had such great mm. Christmas content. But I think, like, you, I mean, you, you should say, because you said it the other day, like writing, writing fresh language and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I mean, I think we do like the challenge of it. Like how can we retell the story so that it does feel fresh? And one of our main goals was for it to be worshipful as well, Mm -hmm. since we are worship leaders and we know what it's like to be a worship leader around Christmas time and looking for things to incorporate in your sets. So that between those two, like, you know, having a fresh take and then something that's worshipful, Mm -hmm. I actually think it was something that was fun and helped drive the direction of the album. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of us have this idea that when you're writing worship songs, it's like this, like this magical experience, you know, but from what I understand, it uh, it really just takes discipline. It's a real craft. It takes time. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I think we had even that that misconception early on as songwriters that like, unless it was an inspired moment, it doesn't count. And so that's why I wrote very few songs as an early songwriter. Cause <laughs> I was rarely inspired like that. But um, I think we've just, yeah, I think we've learned a lot over the years and even, you know, trips to Nashville, even to write with people there, that that's their livelihood They're They do it every day. And you're like, wow, this can actually be a discipline and mm-hmm. a, something you give your life to. And I, I think songwriting is, stewarding more than anything at least for me it's it's asking god for ideas and then actually taking it seriously when you get ideas and jotting them down and all those things and we've you know we've we've learned a lot from the best like jason ingram who was like i don't know if you're a songwriter till i see your calendar and when i heard that i was like super convicted because mm-hmm. i was like i don't have it anywhere on my calendar it's just like, it happens yeah so i mean yeah it's definitely true because even this album we're like writing it in the scorching heat of reading and it's about christmas and snow and <laughs> you're just you definitely have to treat it like like you take it seriously and i think i think god honors that when you when you stu- when you ask for something and then you actually do the work of stewarding that i think he honors that by giving you more ideas and more inspiration so it's good
Okay, and you did choose uh, one traditional Christmas song to go on the EP. You have Oh Holy Night on there. Why did you go with Oh Holy Night? Um, that's my personal favorite Christmas song. Um, and it was really easy to incorporate it in the worship yeah. set because yeah. the lyrics are so worshipful. Yeah. Just, I mean, you can just read them without any of the music and it's just the most powerful words. But yeah, it was so much fun getting to sing that. And um, I just got lost in it every time because yeah. it's just so beautiful. It's such a good song. Okay, last question. Given the year we've all had, and especially for you two, there's a lot of pressure on the holiday right now. We, we can sing about peace and joy and all that, but a lot of people aren't feeling that right now. So what would you say to people that want to have peace, but, but don't know how to right now? Yeah. Yeah, man, that's a good question. I think, I think two sides to that. Um, we're learning a lot right now. We've, we met these new, uh, these people in Nashville, actually, uh, Dr. Glenn and Phyllis Hill, who have like be- really been teaching us a lot about um, emotions. emotions, giving voice to your emotions, processing your emotions. And I think, I think in church world, it's easy just to say like, hey, be joyful and have joy. And it's like, okay, like you said, like, great, that sounds really good, but I don't feel that. And so I think we've learned a lot, even in this season of disappointment of like, mm-hmm. hey, I feel really sad. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, I feel sad and it's okay to be sad today. But I think there's also very real truth to the Holy Spirit is the comforter and Jesus came to bring peace to earth. And so I think, I think definitely giving voice to your emotions and being okay with being sad and all those quote negative emotions that we say, Mm -hmm. but really like bringing that to Jesus and saying, Jesus, I feel sad. Like the holidays for me are painful. We, we did a tree lighting service last night and prayed for, Hey, raise your hand. If you, if the holidays for you are like triggering and not fun and a lot of people raise their hand. And so I think it's just, I think it's important to be honest with Jesus and take that to Jesus. I think removing the shame from, you know, the negative emotions is a huge deal. Um, And, you know, we've been forced over the past six months, especially to get comfortable with feeling sad and, you know, losing a baby and, you know, all the thoughts that you have and being um comfortable just saying that and voicing mm-hmm. and it's, it's not that you have to stay there because right. we're not there now we're not depressed but you know when that those feelings hit us just becoming more comfortable and saying yeah. you know i i do feel this way and yeah yeah That was Paul and Hannah McClure. Check out their brand new Christmas album. It's called Christmas Morning, wherever you get your music. Stay tuned up next. It's our Christmas game. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jeff Frost nipping out your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by the choir. Dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows Some turkey and some mistletoe
You're listening to Judah and the Lion. The song is The Christmas Song, otherwise known as Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. Well, today's episode is brought to you by podcast creation platform, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor yet, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. There are custom tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and every major platform. The cool thing is you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, it is time for... If you if you listen to Friday's show, you know we ended the show with a Christmas game. We're doing the same today. Tyler is going to be the host of it. It is called Santa Maybe. Santa Maybe. Who are you really? Santa Maybe. Could you tell me, tell me, tell me, yeah. <laughs> All right, Tyler, you're hosting it. Take it away. Tell us about the game. All right. So this game is going to be, I had a, a, I had way more fun researching this game than I thought I would. What's going to happen is I'm going to read you, uh, Santa lore from around the world. Uh, these are, these are, these are different countries ideas of what Santa or their, whoever it is that brings Christmas, uh, on who brings presents on Christmas morning does. And then I'll read you four different countries and you tell me which one it's from all right does that okay. make sense pretty straightforward all right we're going we're going to do the same teams as we did on friday we're going to do derek and cameron facing off against uh facing us against jesse and jamie now if you listen to that show you know that uh uh unfortunately nobody won it was tyler why you gotta be negative nobody okay, lost everybody won everybody it was a four-way the media bias for last place. Everyone won except for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're, so we're going to start out. We started with Cameron and Derek last time. We start with Jamie and Jesse this time. So here's what it is. So we're going to start off. These are going to get uh, more outlandish as we go along. So buckle up. In this country, Papa Noel travels with the Whipping Father. And while Papa Noel puts toys in good kids' shoes, bad kids get whipped by the whipping father this is true this This is is true true. these are all these are all true um so papa noel and the whipping father does this come from germany the netherlands france or ireland this feels this feels very dutch to me (laughs) it feels like something that people with wooden shoes would invent for some reason to me oh wooden (laughs) shoes yeah jamie what are your thoughts I mean, it felt very German to me with the the whipping of the poor children. I, I would say, nothing mm. against Germans, but the only thing with the sounds Germans, pretty against I, Germans, Jamie. I'm, I'm certainly I I, I it can ain't see your, I, I see your, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie. I see your thinking there, but I think Germany would have some black. sort of like hairy demon monster accompany. Not not yeah, you know, like not I feel a like Papa. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Go with the the Dutch. Okay. Tyler. It's actually France. Oh, this is the France. French. <laughs> That's surprising. Pa- Papa Noel, yeah. All right. Next up, this one's for Cameron and Derek. In this country, Dead Moreau's and I'm going to try to pronounce this, Snegorochka would mm. kidnap bad kids and only bring them back when the parents give them presents. So it's sort of a, oh, they, they turn the tables. Um, did this happen? Is this from Catalonia? Spain, Russia, or Italy. This is Dead Moros and the Snegorochka. Snegorochka sounds Russian. 
I'm, I'm gonna go with Russia. That is correct. Points on the board. He got it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, in this country, this is for Jesse and Jamie. In this country, the I, I think it's Yule Tomte is a mm. gnome about half the size of a human who lives in the nearby woods and usually brings presents, but also has a poisonous bite that can drive you insane or even kill you. Of course. <laughs> Is this for, is the Yule Tomte from Scandinavia, Belgium, Ukraine, or Sweden? It's a it's a troll type of character. No, that was what it was how it was described. That feels Scandinavian, but J- Jamie, my instinct's been terrible on this game, so I'm going to defer <laughs> to you. Say it one more time, Tyler. Scandinavia, Belgium, Ukraine, or Sweden? Um. Let's. Are you letting me pick, Jesse? Yeah, you go for right. it. I, I'm gonna go with uh, Ukraine. He's actually from Sweden. Sweden. Oh, they're so nice there. From Sweden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. I bet they're just hanging, eating cheese, and <laughs> doing their thing, poking holes in cheese all day. You know what do I know? And this, so it's so we've got one nothing. Cameron and Derek are up against Jamie and Jesse. Mm. Uh, in this country, kids write letters not to Santa, but pick their favorite of the three wise men, Melchior, Gaspar, or Belteshazzar. Then they leave sweet treats for the Magi and hay for their camels, which are replaced by presents on January 6th, which is the day the Magi actually got to Bethlehem. Is this Catalonia, Greenland, Portugal, or Spain? Huh. I think Spain. You think Spain? The Magi? Catalonia, Portugal, Greenland, or Spain? I mean, it's obviously somebody who has a strong, a very religious, you know, that's why culture. I th- that's why I thought Spain. Spain? Because yeah. it's a strong Catholic. Yeah, and it's so close to, I mean, it's, it's you know what I'm saying? Geographically near the Middle East. Out of all the Israel. other ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's go with it. All right. The answer is Spain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got two points on the board. Let's do this. Let's do this. All right, Jesse and Jamie. The Tio de Nadal is a, the best way I can describe it is a log with a smiley face on it. Mm. A log that they paint a smiley face on, on part of it, uh, that lives in the house during the Christmas season and kids feed it nuts and dried fruit until Christmas day when he is thrown in the fire, beaten with sticks. They sing a song that is so (laughs) explicit that I can't repeat the words here on this family podcast. And until, until the Tio de Nadal poops out presents. This is true. This this happens. This one feels like it should probably be retired. I'm not entirely comfortable with Is this Austria, Catalonia, Scandinavia, or Portugal? This does not sound Portuguese to me. But again, Jamie, what do I know? The Portuguese to me seem like like a very uh, uh, laid-back you know, community. I'm, I'm Here's what more, I... What are you thinking? Mike, I'm feeling Austria, but again, I have zero confidence in my instincts. Catalonia, I'm not familiar with, and the but it keeps coming up in the options. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be time for that to be it. Let's go with that, Jesse. I just took over. Yep. Sorry, done, done. Jesse and Jamie points on the board. 
Boom. Oh, one to two. I knew it. it so, I have to pull a Michael Scott right now because yeah. we're out of time. We're out right. of time. So, you know, <sighs> we need to call the show. So who or call the game. So I guess we'll just we'll go with whoever's up right now is the winner. Who Who is that? Oh, wow. <laughs> it's the basketball episode for me. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Congratulations, Derek. Merry Christmas. That, hey. was, a, that was a good one. That was a good debut edition of... Santa, maybe, who are you really? Santa, maybe, could you tell me, tell me, tell me, yeah. Hey, Tyler, you know what we should do? Just for hmm. the folks, since I know you have more questions and more fun facts, why don't we turn that into an interesting listicle for the website, realmagazine.com. Well, we yeah, 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 go yeah, check can, it out we Christmas can, week. We can pop it on there. Nice. What a fun okay. job yeah. you have, Tyler. You make lists for the yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, many thanks to the McClure's, Paul and Hannah McClure, for joining us. Check out their new album, the Christmas album. It's available wherever you get your music. Also follow them on IG at Hannah McClure and at Paul McClure. Uh, and I've mentioned for the last couple weeks, several several weeks, longer than a couple weeks, a couple updates internally irrelevant. Uh, going into the new year, we are hiring. We are uh, looking for an account executive who will handle our advertising and partnerships, as well as a social media creator and writer. Check out both job descriptions and apply at relevantmediagroup.com. Also, as you've been hearing throughout the show... We have a very relevant Christmas, a four-part collection of albums available on Spotify for free. Just our little gift for you guys. It's a good soundtrack for all the holiday festivities. Uh, on that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Jamie Ivey. And I'm Derek Miner. I'm Tyler Huckabee. Hey, everyone. Friday is Christmas. We will not have a new show. So be with your family and we'll be with ours. We'll be with you next week for the best of 2020 episodes. Uh, so basically, this is the last new episode till the end of the year. Thank you for an amazing year, everyone. Tune in for the best of the week after Christmas. And thanks to you guys, the cast. You guys are incredible. It's been so much fun. Have a great holiday season. And we'll see you on the other side. for listening to The Relevant Podcast. Check out our features, interviews, and news updates every day at relevantmagazine.com. And make sure to follow Relevant on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest. For more great podcasts, browse the shows on The Relevant Podcast Network, which you can find at our site. And while you're there, don't miss the all-new era of Relevant Magazine. A new issue releases every other month at relevantmagazine.com. Merry Christmas. Here's a coupon for your laundry. Relevant Podcast Network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.